five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh, the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. I got an excellent piece of wisdom from the style consultant today, who's actually right over here someplace. She said, <laughs> she said, if you don't think it's going to be that good, at least keep it short. <laughs> so we'll see which one happens today. But excellent, excellent wisdom. You get it here first, folks. Okay, and let's get over to the wild ride. During the season premiere of Showtime's Billions, the character Michael Wagner, or Wags, suffers a heart attack while riding a Peloton bike. You're having a heart attack? We're here to just get I'm you... I'm doing a Peloton class with Tunde. This storyline sounds strangely familiar. That's because it is. During the premiere of the Sex and the City reboot and just like that, Mr. Big's character dies of a heart attack following a rigorous Peloton workout. John! Oh, well, anyway, enough of that. <laughs> so I don't have a Peloton bike. I have a little stationary bike, an old school one with the big heavy metal front wheel and uh i'm afraid to get on it you know um i can't imagine having one where you know you could see me in my underwear uh huffing and puffing uh i generally just try to run it <laughs> at the lowest setting possible but i but having everyone else in the world see me on it with my lowest setting possible seems like it would be not motivating to me and so i I'm staying away from the the bike. I hope you're all relieved at that. We have the we have we're we're tied with the with the record turnout for the WDMA kickoff today, and so we need one more person to register to set a new world record for the WDMA. And we thank you for your interest. And of course, I could register because I haven't yet. So maybe we will get over the limit. But the style consultant's in charge, and it's not going to be free broadcast like this. you got to get there over there and register to get the links. And I will send to all the registra registrants, I will send a little message so that you make sure you have the link. And we're looking forward to some really great people. I already have some hints that some a big mailer or two might show up and some other hoity-toity special people, but the rest of you are welcome anyway. So get over there and register. Let's see now. Uh, let's go over to the PDFs of the world. Oh, i got to turn it on like that. Okay, so uh, now we're going to look into some other... Here's the Peloton problems. Okay, so Peloton has lost $40 billion in valuation in the last year. That is just amazing, okay? And uh, what's happened is that it's become kind of a proverb for people dropping dead. It turns out that the Peloton, um, the second heart attack, was actually filmed in April well before the premiere of Mr. Big dropping dead. So for some reason, Peloton is, uh, is being targeted uh, perhaps it's because the rich and powerful and beautiful are all riding them. <laughs> and so it's a proverb for, uh, for people who have too much, too much exercise and not enough to do. Anyway, uh, here's the stock chart. And it, you know, when the pandemic hit, it was going up, 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 as is often the case. And then things changed as people got more comfortable going back to the club. I think it was, you know, November or something of 2020 after the election then we could all go back to, to doing whatever we wanted to do 
and uh, and now it's been down, 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 down. And uh, apparently there was some nice insider trading right before that happened. Don't have it doesn't mean that anything nefarious was going on. I just thought I'd share that. Uh, it's down about to where it was right before the pandemic. So now it's back to, to back to earth, as as Ronald Reagan once said when the stock market plunged. He said, market goes up, market goes down. It's true. Okay, here was an interesting story. German publishers reportedly urging the EU, they want the government regulators to prohibit Google from prohibiting cookies on Chrome. And part of the argument is, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Apparently, Google can still see the browser history on Chrome in an anonymous way. And so it gives Google, unlike third-party cookies, which are shared, you can get the data, this would be just Google-only data. And it turns the entire web into sort of a walled garden. So anyway, the uh, so but, you know, it's kind of an interesting reversal. It just shows you that not everybody wins and not everybody loses on these privacy issues. Safari, I didn't realize, was was has been blocking third party cookies since 2005, which is practically when they got invented. And Firefox has been doing it since 2019. So I don't think there's any way to stop Google from doing whatever they feel like, though the ANA and the four A's said last January they didn't think it was a good idea. And I know a lot of people are up in arms, but, you know, that's the way it is with the Internet. Something can change like Peloton and all of a sudden your business is in a big mess. And here's the story that goes with the heart attack victim and it talks about the insider trading, etc. So now let's get over to Ritson. How are we doing? Yeah, pretty fast. If you've never heard of Athimera, then Google it before you end up like Karcher. Uh, and Athimera means the changing of a verb into a noun or the changing of a noun into a verb. So, for example, I got a chill versus let's chill. Chill becomes a verb, okay? Or the little old lady turtled along the road. Turtled would be uh, a noun, turtle, that turns into a verb, in case you haven't had much grammar. Um, You might have heard recently uh, the idea of learnings from a meeting. What were the learnings from this meeting? Okay, learn is a verb. Learnings, (laughs) learnings is a noun it's it's actually called denominization or something like that if you if you get into the the grammar of it but what happened was last week far right and i don't know if they're that far right they're just upset because the eu flooded the france with with i don't even know if they're legal immigrants you know but with requiring to take millions and millions of people um that showed up And that was basically the main reason, as far as I understand, for Brexit. One of the main emotional uh, emotional triggers for Brexit was that the EU was saying to England, you have to take these people and you have no say in it. Well, again, it seems like there should be some say in it, some way to integrate this stuff. And it has been causing lots of problems in Europe, Um, not just because... You know, they're bad people, but it's because, you know, uh, it's hard to 
run, like I heard Waco, Texas, I think it was, had 40 different languages calling into 911. Makes the infrastructure very difficult. It's, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's just difficult. <clears throat> so it causes a lot of complexity. Uh, and if you've ever been to Canada, where the road signs are in French and English, you know that it seems a little kooky, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> but they're very committed to it. So, and, you know, oh, Canada. So anyway, they one of the politicians said she's going to go find her karcher in her basement. That's basically a literal translation. Um, that it's, and it means karcher is a pressure washer, and pressure washer is kind of a mouthful to say. So I can see how karcher would be a much more pungent, no, not pungent, punchy way to say pressure washer, right? But um, Suddenly, Karcher Corporate is releasing releasing uh, public relations statements saying you shouldn't be using our our pressure washer for pressure washer for this. And so Ritson has a long article about how companies get transformed from uh, a noun about proper noun about their company, like Escalator was a company name or uh, Kleenex or Xerox into something that now becomes the generic term like Coke for a category of brown soda. And it, what's interesting about it is, and I keep trying to turn that off and it won't let me, what's interesting about that is that while some brands, Hoover, Kleenex, Chapstick, uh, and rollerblade, jet ski, and thermos have become a fraction of the overall category. Um, like a thermos, you know, might be a Yeti, right? But Yeti is going great guns, and the, the thermos brand, not so much. Um, right? So some of these of these brand names disappear once they become the name for the category. And that's what this ethimera, ethimeria, athimeria, maybe, uh, is a general translation of a word from one part of speech to another. Um, but it's quite exciting because it's an explicit example of how language evolves over time. And the, the tricky part is that you, you work and work and work for this. You try to get your brand name recognized as the definitive source for whatever it is that you're trying to sell. And yet, once it happens, uh, Google, for example, fought with um, Sweden about whether or not they could add the word, <laughs> add the word ungoogleable to its national vocabulary. Uh, and Google argued that that isn't right. Google is a proper noun, and they actually spent money on that. And so Frisbee, Granola, Trampoline, and Escalator have become shadows of their former brand dominance, along with Jacuzzi and Tupperware. But sometimes, like for something like Jeep, for example, it becomes the uh, definitive brand and it keeps its brand distinctives probably it's that front grill that they keep every time and so karcher is already succumbing to athimeric 
branding. The key question is whether this imminent transformation will break or bolster the company's fortunes and whether the management team can handle the pressure. Get it? Pressure washer. Okay, so get over to WDMA.org and you can register for that event. It's it's free, but you're going to need the link or you're not going to find it. And some of the early ones, the link follow-ups when you registered came out pointing to November. I think I've fixed that since, but I'll be putting out a message at about an hour before so that we'll make sure we all have the same link and we'll all have some fun. And we're going to learn about data hygiene a little bit and about postal regulations and what Scott does to fix them for your big mailers and even for little mailers. So I think it'll be a, a fun time for all. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart.